she bought from China a uh, shock device. It literally shocks you until you do like 10 jumping jacks or something like that. And, uh, and the problem is it's made in China and it doesn't necessarily work. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, what a pleasure to see you yet again, and Happy New Year to you, sir. Well, Happy New Year. Uh, we're off and running in 2024. Wow. Well, we are kind of. I, I had a very uh, sort of uh, odd start to the morning, I'll, I'll just confess. Um, I thought that I would get to do a lot of hardcore thinking in the shower and in my shaving <laughs> and prepare for this. Um, and I had some ideas of, you know, there have been some things we've talked about and I thought I'd be, you know, sort of going over some of the things we could talk about that are on our hit list of things to cover. Um, and then my six-year-old walked into the bathroom as I began to shave. So I'm wearing a towel and I'm trying to shave and, you know, Buddy the Elf in the Elf movie, how he just doesn't stop. Like he just keeps asking questions or making comments and wanting you to. That's what happened. Like I, I'm really, frankly, surprised I didn't cut myself. I was barely able to focus on shaving, let alone, you know, responding to her, and and definitely didn't do any thinking. So, um, so that was my morning, and it and it actually prompted a a uh, a topic for today. So, that's yeah, so uh, you've given me a heads up on the topic, and <laughs> I have no frame of reference whatsoever to what you're talking about. <laughs> So this is this is going to be great. Well, yeah, I I just um it it's you know this was one of those mornings where if I hadn't gotten up early like before the kids woke up at all, um I wouldn't have had anything productive accomplished today by the time we rolled into this uh, Zoom session to record the podcast. So I it it just yet again stressed to me that there's really 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 important reasons for why you get up early i think and i know this is controversial to many of our listeners i think you should get up early if you actually care about leading and uh and having a successful meaningful life yep i said it if you want success and if you want meaning in your life get up early there that's our podcast man that, that's brutal. This is as controversial as that, uh, you know, that that admiral guy and his whole make your bed idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, whoo, right. Whoo, you were out there, brother. You were, there's a thoughts. line and you're walking the razor's edge. <laughs> I'm whoo. all over that line. The, uh, so your, your, your hypothesis is that if you get up early, start your day, you will be more successful. I am absolutely saying that I have five reasons to get up early and I have five ways to do it. So that's that's what I want to talk about. And I guarantee knowing your uh, clever, fast thinking, connection making brain that you're going to be right here with me with color commentary to add in between each of my thoughts. Well, I don't know. We're 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 filming this awful early. <laughs> uh, you know, may not have all the synapses firing, you know, at the peak, the peak level of brilliance that we're looking for, but but I am excited. I I've grabbed a piece of paper 
I've grabbed a piece of paper and my pen and yes. I wrote I wrote five and five. So <laughs> so I am I'm ready to learn. Learn me, oh great sage. Uh well, I don't know about sage, but I do know that life got better for me when I finally made a decision and it actually involved my coach. Um, you know, like I, I, I really want to be productive. I'm in a season of life where I'm trying to start up my business and I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, raise these children and, uh, be a good husband and, um, and all of this is connected and blah, blah, blah. And finally it dawned on me after doing some tracking of my time that, uh, Hey, if I want to get uninterrupted time, I should probably get up before other people in my household, especially the children that want constant attention. So. I would just make the case that if you if you care about productivity, um, you know, early mornings are quieter. They are less distracting um, and uh, it's going to give you a chance to do, you know, some really focused work. So get up early and, you know, sort of capitalize on on that uninterrupted time to tackle maybe some important tasks that you couldn't do once you have things that you're reacting to from other people or, you know, from the uh, the workplace or what have you you get increased productivity when you're able to focus and there's no interruptions. So that's reason number one. All right. No interruptions. I got it. And you have to admit that as interruptions go, as far as the home office, uh, your level is slightly above the census data <laughs> that is currently out there of the, you know, 1.9 children I believe is the you know statistical average here, and and, and what are you up again? What where are you at again? I, I'm at four point oh. Four point oh. Let's just let's just round that you know to big even numbers. Okay, you're double the statistical <laughs> average of interruptions, and uh, and your interruptions are you know they they tend to to be in an age group where they require definitely more maintenance. Uh, yeah. It, okay. And, and without logic, right? Like just suddenly it's going to happen and it's happened to our podcast where, you know, a kid has snuck upstairs and, and joined us. Um, some of my kids have got to know you quite well um, to the point that they have said that you should be billing yourself as offering the martial arts, I believe was uh, how Ooh. one of my kids. I have, I, have a, uh, I have a market, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you said that the other day that um, you saw a picture of my family and you said, um, how did you put it? Like, I see a lot of exuberant joy or, you know, some, some phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Something about uh, energy. Uh, yeah. Some, some, yeah. some exuberant energy. And and I, I just assumed you meant loud when yeah. you said that. Like, that's what you <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Loud would be another way to say it. So, uh, you, well, you make a good point. So depending on your environment, if you're, if you're unable to control your environment and yeah, we've been doing the podcast where we're, yeah. A, you know, scream has come in. Apparently, a serpent-type creature had, had entered the house, and yes. you know, required. You know, this is gonna. This is this may be the most controversial thing we say, and it required a man to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you went down there, slayed the serpent. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, and all the ensuing questions uh, and, and excitement that goes with with that interruption. So. So yeah, we did, we did slay one. I also got one carried out and another one we broomed out because we weren't really sure what we were dealing with and had to uh had to just protect ourselves a little bit. But yeah, yeah, like three serpent interruptions, you know, during an average work day. That's a lot, you know, that's a lot. But uh, 
I digress. I digress. Right, right, right. All right. So no interruptions up before others, uh, especially if the others are, you know, are are unable or or lack the ability to to be respectful or or be able to care for themselves in such a way that you could work uninterrupted. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, you know, even the workplace is that way, right? You're going to have a colleague, a boss, uh, a direct report who needs help. You're going to have a customer walk in if you work in retail, especially, or you're going to have a phone go off that is going to interrupt you. And so, mm-hmm. if you're up before other people, that doesn't happen. So, increase productivity. Well, no, you make it. You make a great point. I know talking with with you know managers and some of our workshops and things like that the the usually the number one issue that they 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 say when you say what's your biggest management leadership obstacle they tell us time management that's exactly right and and some people have absolutely changed their lives uh, for the better by getting to work simply 15 minutes before everybody else spot on and that was that was that that was that that was the whole secret you know how'd you change your life i got to work 15 minutes before everybody else well, you have predicted one of my uh, one of my five ways to do this. So, yeah, you're, okay. you're all, right. all right. I'll transfer that over to my other five <laughs> list. The uh, yeah, and they'll say, uh, you know, they they you know, I'll ask them. I say, all right. So, what's the equivalency? And they'll right. say, yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes with no one else around is the equivalent of two to three hours <laughs> of productivity in the midst of the 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 whirlwind uh, of the of the day so absolutely so absolutely. yeah we don't have time to talk about that here but it's deep work you know it's it's this idea that your brain goes to a different state and you're able to do something that requires focus you can't do 15 minutes of deep work over the course of three hours it just doesn't work like that you have to have concentrated time to focus uninterrupted so there you go that's number one got it number two establishing a routine now this this may seem like we're talking about the same thing but what i'm really talking about is a daily routine maybe a routine some habits that last throughout the day so if your morning is sort of got some structure to it if you've got a routine there of you know these are the three things i do when i get up in the morning it really does sort of set a positive tone for continuing that for the rest of the day now i'm going to do this now i'm going to do this now i'm going to do this uh, so, so the time management and just overall well-being um, is is enhanced by just having a morning routine. Uh, so, uh, an example, you know, for me, I I have things laid out, and I know that you know when the alarm goes off at five, if I get out of bed right then and there, I'm going to set out the vitamins for the kids. I'm going to make the coffee uh, with the Chemex, the fancy Chemex pour over. I'm going to have my breakfast and vitamins and drink that coffee, and I'm going to do it kind of slowly um, and uh, probably do a little Bible reading uh, at the same time. And then I've got three things on my to-do list after that that I'm going to go bing, bang, boom. It's that morning routine of the little things that gets me to the bing, bang, boom, where I actually accomplish some heavy-hitting stuff. So establishing a routine right from the get-go. Notice that what I just said didn't require me to do a lot of thinking. It was just me getting up and doing these steps that I've sort of set for myself. And that leads to me doing other steps that I've set for myself that are a little more focused work. So getting the routine down and having that routine every morning, uh, it has become a big deal for me. So I, I think that it's important that it helps you establish a routine. 
Oh, no, I, and I, I would uh, I would add to that uh, the word a productive routine. That is a great point. That yeah, because I know I know people in the other eyes like yeah, I was up at five thirty this morning, you, you know, and they're trying to impress me with their their early rising up. So, oh, that's fantastic! What did you do? Well, I uh, puttered around the house for a while, or you know, I <laughs> looked at some cat memes and right. browsed some stuff on Amazon, and uh, went down counted how many ties I own, and then, right. uh, you know, and then I you know about seven thirty I got to work. Well, that's exactly right. Here's what I did. I got up at 7:30 and within seconds was working. Yeah. <laughs> so right. so yeah, I'm not sure your routine is is the the one I want to emulate. Uh, but I do like the idea and uh, probably a whole separate episode around the 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 to-do list, right? Having the list created the night before. Yeah. So that when you wake up, you know, when you're in that that state of Oh Lord, you know, I just woke up. Uh, I've got some piece of paper that's that's prompting me, or or the device, or the phone, or something that's prompting me to get started on productive activities. Yeah, and you know, the the routine is is uh, something that you don't have to think about. You just start doing it. Um, but the fact that the to do list is created sort of leads into the the third item, which is you know you want to be really productive. Well, one of the things you want to be really productive about is personal growth right? Like you becoming better. That happens better in the morning. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It happens better in the morning. Um, it's a more peaceful time, right? Uh, whether it's you at the office before anybody else gets there, or if it's you at home, like me with a home office where I'm there before the kids get up, um, there's a little more self-reflection, uh, maybe some meditation, mindfulness, um, for me, it's Bible study, right? Bible study and journaling. Um, you know, th this is my prayer time. This is this is when I'm uh, able to sort of detach from the busyness of the world and uh, focus on some things about you know what you know what's between me and God. And um, there's some other things I do too, right? Like there's a book maybe I'm trying to read at, at uh, different junctures, and so that's my chance to read a chapter of the book uninterrupted. Um, uh, exercising, you know, that's something that I'm doing uh, earlier in the morning um, in, you know, I, I would say pretty small ways, but man, the small ways still make a huge difference. Uh, the fact that I'm, you know, getting up and using my body and, and uh, training it uh, to be uh, thinking, hey, we're, we did something, we're, we're productive, this is something we can do. All of those things are personal growth. And so, again, you know, this is dedicated time. It's uninterrupted time. It's for productivity. It's time that, you know, allows you to establish a routine for the day. But that uninterrupted time and that routine is for personal growth. So that's a third reason is I think you get time for personal growth. No, I think that that's fantastic. And and it was interesting as I as I wrote down my note, I wrote down personal growth happens in peacetime. And then, yeah. and then peacetime reminded me of, you know, peacetime and wartime. And, right. And so how many, how many self-actualization things could I take, you know, could I partake in, in yeah. peacetime, whether it's peacetime societally or peacetime internally. Uh, yeah. But yeah, these self-actualization uh, opportunities uh yeah don't happen in wartime or you know in your case just busy time 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast and if we haven't, uh, we, we really should, but the, the idea of skole, uh, you know, this Greek word that is where we get the word school and scholar. Um, and for the Greeks, it meant leisure. Uh, it meant, you know, contemplation while at rest, you know, so, so not distractions where I'm, you know, distracting myself with cat memes, like you said, um, you know, not, not zoning out. It's, it's really being very focused and um, having the ability to uh, really keep my mind engaged because I'm not busy doing other things. I'm not doing work. In fact, the Greek word for work is a skole, uh, you know, without contemplation and rest. So, um, so they, they saw the world as revolving around skole, like everything built out from there. Whereas we tend to go the opposite direction and say, we're doers, we're busy, we're achieving things. And yeah, we'll get to that, you know, time for personal growth and time for thinking about important things later. But you got to have peace to be able to do that. You can't be busy. You can't be at war. Uh, you can't be working. You've got to be at rest and able to do that. Morning's a great time to do it. It's just a great time to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, and you, you mentioned something earlier that that we tend to find people do. They tell us that they do their best thinking in the shower or yeah. on the riding mower. That's cold. That is one hundred percent correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Big ideas happening in the shower and on the riding mower. Yep. And it's a, it's you know very routine activities don't require a lot of conscious thought. That's right. uh, there are no other distractions. There's no phone, no TV, unless you know you're one of those wealthy people have a you know, TV in your shower. But uh, <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, I can't talk on the phone when I'm on the ride mower. So so all of a sudden, yeah, I've got this this piece, and it's yeah. at that point that the ideas and the and, and things can, are are you know are allowed the space to to come forth. And and notice, listeners, both of you. Notice that when you are mowing and when you are in the shower, it's not like immediately the ideas flow. Your your brain is going to do some processing and thinking, and then the dust is going to settle, and then you have the aha, right? Um, like, and and this will happen in prayer time. You know, this I guess this is a little personal, but you know, like let's say there's like three things I really want to pray about this morning, um, and uh, maybe it's even going through the Lord's prayer, the Our Father. Right. You know, um, and I'm trying to take it really seriously. Our Father who art in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. Um, crap, I forgot to buy milk yesterday. That's usually how my, you know, prayer time goes is all these random thoughts. I got to get them on the list, right? And get them out of my head. They're on the parking lot. I don't have to fool with them now. And now I'm back to settling my brain and centering my thoughts on what's important. So, you know, again, that's, um, you know, that's not going to happen um, unless you choose to be at peace, choose to dedicate some time to it. Morning's a great time to do that. Okay. Perfect. Anyway, um, let's talk about uh, the fourth one, which is improved mental health. And and I say mental health, but I really just mean, uh, you know, a life of meaning and purpose and uh, feeling like, uh, you know, you, you are... Um, uh, letting your anxiety slip away. We talked about, you know, setting a positive tone with a routine earlier. Um, and I would just say, you know, th this is this is one of the benefits that are almost like a side 
benefit. It's not like you can sit down and say, I'm going to improve my mental health. But when you sit down and you have that calm, quiet morning and you start your day with kind of a mind that's getting cleared and um, you're you're letting yourself do some thinking through, um, A, you have accomplished something and that feels good. But B, maybe some of the settling allowed you to get some insight about what's important. And some of the stuff that I go to bed worrying about, I'll wake up and you know, go through my morning routine, I'll go, you know what, that's not that big a deal. And I've already accomplished something today. And you know what, here's some perspective that I have this morning that I didn't have last night or at 2am when I woke up worrying about something. There's something, there's something special about it. So I, I think it does truly improve your, your mental health and your ability to live a life of meaning. Well, I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, you think about the the power of meditation, prayer, things like that. All those fall into that same aspect of, of just mental improvement, spiritual improvement and things like that. So, so yeah, if you haven't made time for that, then obviously it's not going to be there for you when you need it. Yeah, that, that's a really good way to say it, right? Like th this is a humble thing to do, you know, to, to say, I've got to get up early, you know, instead of saying, ah, I can muscle through, I can do it. Basically saying, well, I can't, I can't unless I stop and force myself to rest, force myself to get up early and do some of the of the focus that I need to do. So this does take some humility that uh, a lot of us struggle with, myself included. Um, but uh, man, it puts you in a better frame of mind, puts you in a good place. Perfect. So last one, last one. Um, and this is, uh, some of you are going to say, there's no way, I've never experienced that. Some of you will say, really because i've never tried it i'm just going to tell you it's enjoyable it's enjoyable uh i i, I know this is this is maybe the most controversial thing that i've I'm said writing but... that down with a question mark after <laughs> enjoyable question mark exclamation point so it yeah. doesn't happen immediately when you wake up what what this is this is how i experience it is i i wake up and go you know what i'm gonna get some coffee some good coffee that's gonna taste nice i'm kind of already looking forward to snuggling into a chair with coffee in a book but the other side of that is that at some point the sun starts to come up and it literally is beautiful a sunrise is beautiful it's a different kind of light and your brain goes to a different place when it happens. Um, and you think, uh, man, I got to, to see this. Um, I, I don't think there's, um, there's, there's probably not a lot of research that needs to be done about this, but, uh, me under fluorescent lights versus me with daylight, daylight is way better for me. Daylight does something to my brain. I'm, I'm sure there's something related here about vitamin D or whatever. Uh, but I'm just telling you that there is something uh, really enjoyable about having that first light of sun start to shaft through, uh, you know, the horizon and uh, you getting a chance to be there as everything starts to wake up and you've already been there, right? You're already present. There's something really, really beautiful about that and uh, and special. So believe it or not, you're going to like it when you do this. That's my fifth reason. You're going to like it. Right, writing that down. The, and I, I think you're right because I've had people, uh, you know, post pictures of sunrises. They look really nice. So, yeah, maybe seeing one they're, in person. Seeing them in person is kind of special. Not yeah, a bad idea. 
Yeah. All right. Made a note of that. The uh, all right. It would be enjoyable. Whew. Whew. Yeah, I'm glad you say that one for number five. That was a stretch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so the five things we've read that we read our good book. We read the 15 secrets of you know successful people, 15 time management secrets for successful people. And uh, yeah. had a lot of good stuff in there. So now we're gonna have Ramsey's five secrets uh, to make mornings work. And uh, this is this is coming. I'm going to be honest about it. You're you're talking to a pro on this one because even as a fairly nerdy teenager, I did some of these things, and it set me up for success on on a morning routine. So um, the the first one is, um, and and this is something I'm currently struggling with because I do have a family and we got things to do, and it's the you know I'm coming off the the Christmas hangover where you know your whole schedule's disrupted. Uh, so this one's a challenge, but go to bed early. Yep. I know this is a little crazy. Go to bed early, but and, and at least go to bed consistently. Um, if you will have a consistent bedtime and wake up time every day, even on weekends, um, you are regulating your, your internal clock of your body um, and making it easier to wake up early and your body gets trained to do it. I uh, recently had a client who said, yeah, I, I really wanted to take that seriously about better time management. And um, he said, I go to bed 15 minutes earlier. So so his wife may still be up, but he goes to bed 15 minutes earlier than he used to. That is just enough time for him to do whatever it, his body needs to do to get to sleep. And he gets up early and he's been coming into work um, an hour early. So, so just that 15 minute window gave him an hour at the beginning of the next day. It's because he got on a schedule that, that was basically the secret was getting into a schedule that, that worked for him. So there's, there's reason number one. Right. Well, and there's a lot of medical research around this too, that, that, uh, that consistency allows your body to repair and regenerate itself overnight. And that, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. So there's, there's actual medical studies to confirm, uh, your step one. Right. So re related to that um, is, is sort of how you go about having that early bedtime. Uh, have a routine for your bedtime. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I, I guess some folks it may be, you know, you know, a, a bath or a shower, uh, you know, some sort of uh, nighttime quiet routine. Um, for me, it's setting out the things that I am going to do the next morning, like set out the kids vitamin bottle, you know, like things like that, like little things like that will start my brain saying, oh, it's now time to start winding down. And I try to read a book before bed um, because typically I won't be able to do it, frankly, and I'll fall asleep. My my brain is, is already saying, okay, it's time to nod off. I had my six-year-old home alone. She had strep and wasn't able to go to a, a big fun event. So I had her alone with me and mom was was out with the uh, the other kids and um you know like i said elf you know just chatter 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 and we did like five or six things that she really wanted to do you know like i, I want to watch this show and i want to play this game and so i was thinking you know like it's like i'm bargaining with her at this point right like okay we'll go to bed but after this okay and none of it worked right because her brain was still going and i said tell you what i'm going to read you a book why don't you lay down and i'll read you a book 
I'd already read her a book, but laying down and hearing a book caused her to pass out. She literally said, that really worked, and then and fell over and went to sleep. So, so have some sort of bedtime routine that starts your brain being trained into saying, it is sleep time now. That's reason to, oh, that's opportunity to, to, to put into place. Well, and we learned about that, uh, you know, having physical cues for yeah. habits. We learned about that from, uh, what was it? Atomic Habits Atomic by habits. Clear. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so he said, yeah, have it. If you want to go running in the morning, set your shoes out the night before. If you want to take your vitamins, set the bottle out. Right. So there's yeah. a physical, there's a physical visual thing that says, hey, you were going to do this. Yes. Um this, this is going to be another one, and it's just a quick hit. Uh, it's not one that I'd use, but uh, some people uh, have good luck with this. Uh, you know, I've had roommates that did this back in college. But the alarm cannot be next to the bed. Put that alarm across the room where you have to actually get out of bed and start moving. Um, I understand that for some of you, uh, that will not be enough. You will still want to crawl back into bed. But again, these other ideas along with it uh, should should help you overcome that. Um, and, and a very related one, my wife used to be a nurse for a sleep clinic. So this is a, a opportunity number four, but um, don't do dumb things. Uh, so I'll define dumb things. Uh, there, there were a couple that seemed to be uh, sort of uh, just standard answers at the sleep clinic for people that could not sleep. Um, don't drink two gallons of Mountain Dew um, after about 4 p.m. Uh, which happened more often than you would have thought, uh, two liters, two liters of Mountain Dew, specifically Mountain Dew for some reason. I don't know why, but that was like a, a recurring theme. And another one is don't stay on a screen. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to have to pick a time to just stop looking at the screen. But if you stay on a screen for the evening, sometimes even for some people, the afternoon, that blue light coming off of the screen is absolutely stimulating your brain. Um, you think it's putting you to sleep and you're it's just like reading a book. It's not. The blue light is stimulating your brain and it causes a lot of disruption to your brain being able to do all that settling that it has to do to to uh, get some get some rest. So uh, so again, number three, you know, put the alarm clock across the room. Number four, limit your screen time before before bed. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and I've seen that alarm clock. You've probably seen it, too. It's an alarm clock and it's got two big wheels on it. Yes. And, and so the alarm goes off and then the alarm clock just shoots around the room, right? It's just <laughs> whirring around, just, you know, bumping into things. And you, you know, you not only have to get out of bed to turn off your alarm, but you have to catch your alarm <laughs> clock. It, it looks like, looks like Rocky when they, you know, you know, when, the, when the coach was making him chase the chicken. I, you, you you're know, you're spot on. So uh, I have a uh, I have a friend who has one up that whole process. She bought from China a uh, shock device. It literally shocks you until you do like ten jumping jacks or something like that. And uh, and the problem is it's made in China and it doesn't necessarily work all the time. So sometimes she has to just like unbuckle it from her arm and start whipping it around the air as fast as she can to make it uh, you know stop uh, shocking. Uh, but again, you know, even in, in, even in its broken state, it does seem to be doing the trick because it forces her to get up and start moving around. But hey, if that works for you, congratulations. Um, honestly, though, I'll I tell you, I, I, I don't really often need the alarm clock if I'm in my routine. 
your body will start to just wake up earlier and you'll be oh, ready yeah. to, to go do the routine. Yeah. yeah. I'm always amazed how quickly that, yeah, your body starts to normalize to, you know, the, the habit, you know, within like three days you start to, right. yeah, you just start to wake up like two or three minutes before the alarm clock goes off. That's right. That's right. Um, the fifth one, and, and this one is really important to me is to have a really uh, enjoyable morning routine. Like don't, don't get up and punish yourself, get up like, and make it a treat. So, you know, for me, you know, having that uh, really high quality coffee that I'm making in the morning, um, you know, and it has a process, right? Like if I'm going to have it, I have to, you know, start the electric kettle and I have to grind the beans after I measure them out. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a whole set of steps that you go through. That's muscle memory. Doesn't take any work now that I know how to do it. But man, you know, like I'm anticipating as I, as I go through a morning routine, I'm anticipating that delicious cup of coffee. I'm going to read a book that is something I'm really interested in. I'm going to work on that plan that I was excited to work on because it's, you know, I mean, I hope you get to experience this, but work's fun, right? Like work works fulfilling if you do it the right way. Mm -hmm. um, so getting to do some work, uh, it can be just enjoyable. So but again, you know, what, whatever works for you, right? Like opening the curtains or, um, uh, you know, uh, having a favorite breakfast or uh, some sort of activity that you, you know, uh, are, are interested in, excited about, uh, find pleasurable, uh, make it a, a morning routine that you are anticipating and excited about getting out of bed. There's my fifth idea. No, that, that's a great idea. So, yeah, you have to look forward to something. And even, you know, I've, you know I've, I've talked to people, I haven't experienced myself, but people who exercise regularly, uh, right. they find that enjoyable. That's right. And, they're, and they're, their day is less happy. They are more sad when yep. they don't get to, uh, you know, do their morning exercises and things like that. So, so when you think enjoyable, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a Disneyland thing. It's just something no, no, that over yeah. time, yeah, you've figured out that um, you just like doing and you, and you, you, there's some, uh, reinforcing reward, some sort of dopamine release that comes with doing that activity. Spot on, spot on. Well, I, I, I really, you know, I, I know we're being a little bit silly here to say this is controversial, uh, but I know it is controversial for some people and I'll, I'll just challenge, this is just a final thought is, you know, our last episode was about the change formula. And if this is a change that you're thinking about, notice how we've covered kind of the ground of next steps. You know, I'm going to set out some things so that it's easier for me to get get going with this morning routine. I'm going to put the alarm clock across the room so that it's, you know, harder for me to stay in bed. Um, you know, a vision for the future. I'm going to anticipate that uh, morning and, and what I'm going to get out of the morning. And and maybe you need to think about dissatisfaction, right? What are the the things you're not getting done, the things that you're not getting a chance to think about? And we hope that um, whatever your resistance is to, you know, uh, starting a better morning routine, uh, that this gives you some some fuel to the fire of of uh, thinking through those three elements um, to to get a uh, to get an early start to your day and be like, oh, I don't know, Benjamin Franklin, Ooh. Jesus, name dropper, yeah, yeah, not not to you know not to make life hard on you, but you know, yeah. You, there's some people who have found value in this. So we hope you do too. The, uh, oh yeah. Well, I think son of Sam was an early riser <laughs> so, <laughs> and very productive to be yeah, fair. Yeah. He got things done uh, you know, <laughs> and wrote cool notes. So 
Uh, I think you're on to something here. And even if you, uh, even if you applied these things to the, to the, maybe you're a night person. So you can take some of the elements of your five things and say, okay, after everybody goes to bed, I'm going to have a list. I'm going to knock out my three things. I'm, you know, I'm going to avoid distractions, uh, right? I've got a, I've got a routine, uh, you know, uh, there are things that I want to do that are enjoyable, that are productive. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, you know, there's, you can apply different elements to this to different parts of your life, uh, as well as just, you know, immersing yourself in the full Mark Ramsey morning program. Yeah, I mean, some of what you just said sounded like hippie talk, but I get it. I mean, yeah, sure. You want to be a night person? Fine, whatever. The uh, well, I think one of the things that that we need to, to to say at the end is you need your sleep. Yes, you can't be both a morning person and a night person. Yeah, yeah, that 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 doesn't work. So you know, there's so much research now. I mean, it seems like every day there's more and more research about the the healing properties of sleep and the, the, you know, how detrimental, uh, you know, like, like, you know, getting one less hour of sleep uh, than your optimum is the equivalent of like smoking a pack of cigarettes. Uh, oh, is that right? I yeah. Your body, you're, you're, you're at night, your, your cells repair themselves and they, yeah. they, they're more apt to fight off cells that aren't supposed to be there. And there's all these repair things that happen in, in just one night of missed sleep. Uh, and so yep huge uh, health impact on, on people it's, you know, lowered immune system and, and things like that so so you know I, uh, there was one that just came out and they said uh, if you're a runner right so you're a, you're an avid runner and you're 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 hurting your body you should sleep the extra time you should sleep should be equivalent to the miles you run in a week and that's nightly so if you run 30 miles a week and eight hours is your optimum sleep, you should sleep eight hours and 30 minutes a night. Oh, wow. And no they, found, they found benefits from that. So yeah, if oh. you're, you know, you know, because your body, you're, you know, the, the act of running tears your body down physically and, and you need additional time for repair. And so well, these elite athletes have to sleep. I, and there's something underlying this whole thing, you know, sleep is, is the perfect example of this, but you know, all of this takes humility, right? This is, this is you saying, I can't do it all. I can't just keep going. Um, I, I need a, somehow I need a routine to my morning. I need to make myself go to bed early, whatever it is, um, is it, basically you saying, I can't, I can't do it. Right. Like, unless I get some rest, unless I, isn't it funny that sleep is like death? Like literally, we're we're oblivious to the world. We can't interact with it. Um, you know, we don't know what's going on. Like we're we're completely detached from everything, and that's a very uncomfortable feeling for a lot of us, especially if you're carrying around some anxiety about stuff that you want, you know, to um, to see go the right way. And um, and yeah, I mean the science. Uh, and I would, I would argue a lot of ancient traditions, certainly in the Bible says, go sleep, go sleep. You, you ain't in charge. Go get some rest. Good stuff. Wow. Well, hopefully everybody's listening to this right at their bedtime. And, uh, you know, uh, Mark's going to play a little ukulele music <laughs> to, you know, to just put you in that, you know, restful state of mind. And, uh, and then uh, you'll also hear the soothing voice of our narrator, uh, Mr. John Wolfe. 
So take it Which away, Doctor Wolf. Is people either end their day or begin their day with Mike and Mark, and it doesn't take a genius. And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, "Well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy." Don't miss it. Next time, it doesn't take a genius. That's good enough.